there listener welcome to the podcast with no name we are back for 2022 and we hope you are here ready to listen to us and participate through contributing on facebook and to emails so we know that you're out there and you are listening we hope you're happy and safe and covid free and we hope that you're ready for some interesting topics some laughs and lots of fun throughout the year Tonight we're going to talk about what we did over the summer because if you're not aware, dear listener, we are in Australia and it's summer and we've just had summer holidays, most of us anyway. Um, So tonight we have some people who are going to talk about what they did on their holidays. We have the captain. How are you, captain? I'm present, miss. And is Sid present? I'm present, Miss, and the captain, she's doing rude things. I didn't see any of that, Sid. You're making it up. Uh, And there's girl germs. Of course there's girl germs. I've got plenty of girl germs, believe me. There's plenty of girl germs going around, (laughs) Sid. You'll just have to deal with it. Now, is Graham here? Graham? Oh, no, No. Graham. Where's Graham? I don't know. Where's Jamos? Jamos? No. Jamos has a note from his mother, Miss. Jamos is sick, is he? Jamos is sick. They're not playing truant, are they, uh, Miss? No, no, no. Um, Sid's shown me Jamos's note, and poor Jamos is not well. And what about Labaji? Where is Labaji? Labaji? He could tell us, but he'd have to shoot himself. Oh, no, we don't want that. We don't want that at all. And finally on the roll call is Eddie. Are you there, Eddie? I'm present, miss. I'm up the back of the room here hiding from Sid and the captain. Of course you are, and stop throwing spitballs at me. Captain. Yeah, well, I was supposed to be flying to Canberra on Christmas Eve, but the thought of flying in a tin can full of COVID for 40 minutes, didn't really take my fancy. So we ended up driving and I just hung out with my mum and my brother for a couple of days, ate tonnes and tonnes of prawns, smoked salmon and slept a lot and that's about it. Was it it nice was amazing. Being, was it nice being with your family? It was. It was. It had been since April since I had actually seen my mum um and and my brother so yeah it was just really nice to be in the family home at christmas time though it was super casual like i don't even think we put a tablecloth on and then in the second week of january we went camping on the south coast and of course it poured with rain for the whole five days we were there and that was pretty amazing too but it was still warm enough you could swim at the beach and stuff. yeah where did you Which go beach were you at so we stayed at a little place called tomican which is just sort of near Mogo, Mm. and about three weeks before that it was uh, flooded out and, of course, two years before that the whole place was on fire. 
So to see the difference in the landscape um, mm. and how it's recovered from from those fires, because I was down there when the actual fire went through, uh, like the back of um, Maruya, it was it's incredible to see how how it's recovered. It's a nice has, spot. Has it all come back, or is some dead? I think the majority of it has actually come back. Yeah, you know, you know how when you see a burnt gum tree, like it sprouts all from mm. sort of the trunk fluffy. of the tree. Very yeah, enough. and so yeah. there was there was you know lots of that. Certainly, parts around Rosedale, which was completely burnt through, you could actually see how they've flattened the land and they're actually starting to sort of develop houses again. Some houses, I don't know what for whatever reason they haven't rebuilt. That was yeah, like completely burnt out and then to see it again you know this January it was um you couldn't really tell couldn't really tell isn't it amazing when when bushfire hits an area like that you come back a year or two later and it's just it's just such an amazing place we live on on this planet it's just incredible it truly is um, if I may say, I, I had a lovely holiday. Um, we stayed with my parents and we um, spent a lot of time with my sister and we were in like a little bubble. We just went between the two houses and the beach most of the time. Yeah. Um, but I did lots of driving up and down the highway, including one very special week where I got to holiday with Eddie and his beautiful wife and their lovely children and their friends and going up and down the highway I was driving past the turn off to Conjola Park a lot and there's a lot of dead trees that ain't coming back there too. Yeah, yeah. And right. um it was a great week, yeah. wasn't it? Um we we had a lot of it fun was down tr- there. Yeah, that week was lovely. We did lots of just spending time with each other and spending time with the kids. It you know, the kids are getting older and I'm becoming really conscious of the fact that they're going to be gone soon. Yeah, each that sounds year like the, a Stevie um, Nicks song, doesn't yes. it? <laughs> you know it, that one, Eddie. Oh yeah, yeah, love it, love it. Each um, <laughs> each year we, we we actually talk about that exact thing. I mean, will this be the last year we get to go away and and take the kids with us? It used to be a big thing for us. You know, we take the kids on a cruise, or we'd go camping, or we'd go somewhere else, and. Um, because they're all getting older now. I've got one 18-year-old, one 16, one 14. You just wonder, is it going to be the last time you actually get to go away? But, yeah, we had a great week down in Ulladulla. We, we book it every year, um, stay in this nice little caravan park in a cabin. With, with uh, incredibly soundproofed cabins. Yeah, they're amazing. Yeah, it was a bit noisy. Um, yes, the princess made a lot of noise that night, and um, luckily our neighbours well, didn't you... hear it. So... Yeah, you were was... playing songs that I just had to listen, uh, I just had to sing to. We all had to sing to them. That was the tragedy of it. We <laughs> <laughs> we ended up on Air Supply, which um, I haven't sung for a long, long time. It was really, it was quite yeah. quite good to actually belt out a couple of those tunes over a few, uh, I don't know what it was we were drinking. Beverages. It was well, a range. Opal we Mira went through a range. And Bailey's together, whatever that's called, a slippery nipple or something. Cocksucking cowboy. That'd be it, yeah. Yeah. I don't mind Slick a cowboy. Someone who knows her stuff, eh? Hey? <laughs> Lick, sick, suck, tequila. Oh, I, I can't do tequila. Oh. 
cannot do tequila. I never have. Oh, that stuff is disgusting. We spent a lot of time at the beach <laughs> and we got some really good snorkelling in, um, <clears throat> really, really good snorkelling in, um, and um, lots of games with the teenagers, mm. lots of board games, lots of card games, lots of pool. Yeah, well, and, our kids um, actually loved it when you fantastic. come down and brought those games down. Yeah, they actually mm. had a ball playing it. Oh, it was so funny. Mm. It was so funny because they're older now and they're, they're stretching their wings with the kinds of answers they're giving and they were just so funny because they'd give an answer and then they'd look sideways at me to see if I was going to be shocked or horrified or outraged or something. I'm mm. just killing myself laughing. I, I, incidentally, I've still got all those games too that I'll have to get back to you. And for the listener at home who's probably a little bit younger than us, I've got a pile of DVDs that you lent me. Um, if you don't know what a DVD is, ask your grandparents. Um, <laughs> I'll get them back to you. It's all right. I know where you live. I'm, I'm a it's bit of a awesome, Monopoly though. fan, actually, as far as board games go. I, I quite like <laughs> Monopoly, but no one will play with me anymore. Oh, look, I'm, uh, I've heard why, but I'm also a big Monopoly player. But one game that um, I got playing again because the combinations always work is Cards Against Humanity. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. that And just that is some fantastic. of the combinations are just absolutely hilarious and it's also seeing the kind of people who have to say these things coming out of their mouth that's definitely not their personality is actually mm. worth the <laughs> ticket of admission. That's it, all I can it say. It definitely uh, works well, that game, when you've had a few um, slippery nipples or cocksucking cowboys. Oh, it's, um, it's good. Well, we did it stone cold sober and we had tears in our eyes, so you don't mm. even need that. It was just a classic. Looking back you about can, you can... 20 or 30 years ago, I can't remember how long ago it was, but um, the master and I, where, where we, I originally met Graham at uni, we used to sit there and play bullshit. We'd just have a deck of cards and and just sit there and play bullshit when we should have been in lectures and um, doing other stuff. That was, Bloody... that was my next comment, that it is time to teach our children how to play bullshit. Hmm? I, think um, so. I mean, we could call it cheat, except bullshit is just more of an apt name for it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Graham so used I, to I think run the um, cafe at um, at uni, so we would go up there and just hang out. It was just it was just so so easy not to work, to do any work. One game I really enjoyed is euchre. Yes. I love euchre. I haven't played it for years. No, neither have I. Remember we used to have games at home. I can remember mum and dad used to play and um, we'd have Christmas times when all the family would come home. Um, Mm. They'd they'd always do it at our place because we had the biggest house. And, um, yeah, the the big thing was they'd have big parties and they'd sit around and play euchre and then dad would pull out the guitar and everything. That sort of stuff. Um, I really missed that. Did Lipsis play euchre? Do you want a game of eucalyptus? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm a little bit, little bit tired. Oh, that, 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 <laughs> that was good. <laughs> that was good, Captain. Um, oh, Captain. Well, I think we, I think we need to have a games night. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll, be, I'll be up for it. And euch is a good warm up for um, 500 as well. Oh, well, really get in depth. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Basically the same thing. Yeah. Except, uh, yeah, the different point scoring system, yeah. and it can go longer as well. 
I love well, how I you have the, score um, either the of playing them. cards. You have the six and the five, and you just like put the card across mm-hmm. certain. It's just brilliant. Mm. Sid, would you like to tell us about your holiday? Yeah, a couple of things to point out. I was mentioning how I uh, got out the cards against humanity. We did go away. We had a very COVID Christmas in Canberra. And it's the only and the reason I'm saying that it was surprising how many things I went to that were COVID affected. Mm. We all wanted to see uh, uh, Questacon, so oh, this yeah. is the whole lot Sid clan. And when we got there, we did not realise we had to book in advance because of COVID. And then we asked when was the next available time, and they said in a fortnight's time. And thought, we're, we're already back home. And we're already back home at that time. And mm. I wanted to check out the observatory, and that was closed because of COVID. Uh, one of the few things that wasn't was the uh, the zoo there, so I'm glad I checked that out. Uh, but there was just multiple things that we wanted to check out that was like closed or impacted because of COVID, and you know that was um, you know, probably I don't know check the greater outdoors around Canberra and ACT than you know some of the things that we did plan to do. But um, no, that was still pretty good just to chill out. It wasn't a bad hotel. I, I but, totally uh, agree, Sid. Canberra is such a great destination, not just because it's the, the home of the mighty Canberra Raiders, but it's just <laughs> so much to do there. Every time I go to Canberra, I go to the War Memorial, I go to Old Parliament House, I go to New yeah. Parliament House. I was there when a few clowns actually burnt the front door. Yeah. Mm. Oh, you were there. I was, um, I was in I Canberra. drove by I was, I was at actually, the exact same time. I, was only, I only found this out later on. I was less than a K from it. When they were burning it down. Wow. Yeah. So it was and, I. And I didn't actually know it was going down until can't remember who mentioned it. I overheard the conversation like the burnt down part of Parliament House. And I said, What are you talking about? Then I realised it was old Parliament House. And then it doesn't take too long to check it on um, you know, YouTube or Facebook where you start to see some of the filming of that. And, yeah, I was in Canberra at that time when it happened. Um, and so, that was pretty bizarre. Sid, you and the captain were in Canberra at the same time. Is there anything you two want to confess? Yeah, that's that's why I'm keeping up this pretense of girl germs because I, I don't <laughs> want people to know. Well, unless you're at, at my mum's house. <laughs> it, it was the nice. place I, I, I was. Like, I liked her roses in the front yard. She does have roses. See? <laughs> I thought there would be, she'd be the type of roses. Having uh, lived in Canberra, I know it's not a long bow to draw to find a house with roses in the front yard. Mm. Oh, yeah, but I just I just could somehow, I've never met your mum, but I just picture her being like a roses type person in the front yard. Well, it's uh, funny because uh, she just she's trying to get the gardener around to rip them out. She's had enough of them. Yeah, yeah. just attracts the wrong visitors like me, doesn't it? (laughs) Was the roses something your dad did? Uh, No, I think I think it's just too much work, and she just wants to put in a bit of a lower maintenance garden. Yeah, yeah, just sort of. Oh, I don't know, ground covery sort of mondo grassy type things. So. My mum and dad were st- crazy gardeners. They just they loved it. They would be gardening mm, yeah. till like eight I o'clock mean, at night. Yeah, dad had the you know the usual quarter acre block that was mm-hmm. all full of um, you know vegetables. We grew all the our own vegetables. And yeah, yeah, all of that. 
So. Can I also add it was actually good to spend a lot of time with um, Sid Jr., but the oldest Sid Jr. gave me some more news over the uh, holidays, which I haven't had a chance to share. So uh, becoming a grandfather for a second time. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. How mm. exciting. Oh, it's you, brilliant. It you is. might have to go to Anastasia Land and visit when the baby's born. Uh, look, without a doubt, so anticipated about late May, early June, around there, we already know it's going to be a boy. So uh, two boys there and uh, the only shame is is that, uh, you know, how I wish it was at least an hour or, or two at worst, to, you know, drive in the car or something like that, but, you know, I'll have to go interstate to, you know, catch up with them. Just oh. thinking that was one of the biggest loveliest surprises that happened over the break was actually to find that and mm. uh, great fantastic and they're talking about they want to keep the you know the age difference between the kids as short as possible and I thought you yeah. may as well do that when you're in your mid-20s and that makes a lot of sense <laughs> you got energy uh, look I'm still pinching yeah. myself Sid Jr's next birthday in March means he's 26 wow wow and I'm still pinching myself over that. And I'm thinking, That's bizarre for me because I, I, I remember like it was yesterday standing up in front of Bankstown Hospital with you smoking a cigar. I'm actually extremely glad that he was born. That was one of the most... It was quite horrific, wasn't it, the, yeah, the birth? Uh, it ended up being an emergency caesarean mm. um, after about like 24 hours. So it got yeah. very complicated. Yeah. And to say it was like touch and go and all that kind of thing was very true. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's the best blessing going around that, you know, 26 years later he's very happy, he's settled down, he's got a career, he's got uh, he's just he's just happy. I'm just thinking kids, um, well, what they're a, not married, but what? You know what I mean? He's just really in a happy place. What a brilliant young man he's turned out to be too. I mean, he's always been. He is. He's a lovely, lovely person. Mm. And, um, you know, all those parties that that Eddie and Marianne um, hosted over mm. the years where um, your elder Sid Jr. as a baby would turn up and spend the night and party on with us and go to bed and get up the next morning and he was always so well behaved and he was. placid. He's brilliant. And he was such a good he, baby. There's he a lot of um, doom and gloom out good. there but... Um, you hear stories like this and, you know, the, the, the world's a pretty amazing place. We, we're pretty lucky uh, where we live yeah. and um, to have the friends we have. So, yeah, we're, we're doing okay. Absolutely. And I, I knew by the time we were hitting Christmas that I needed to get to the beach. Mm. I needed to feel the water on me. I needed mm. to be in it and I got to do that. And then I got to actually snorkel and go looking at fishies and stuff. And yeah. it, it honestly is just my happy place. It's just so beautiful. Yeah, and there's nothing quite like swimming at the beaches there and no. getting smashed by the waves. And it's well, super I, I, nice I to get out of the city. It. Yeah, oh, and well, see trees yeah. and stuff. And um, yeah. um, when we... I was away for, on and off for five weeks. So when I came back, whilst I'm only on an ordinary suburban block, it was like a jungle here. So I spent a considerable amount of time outside pruning and cutting things back. Mm -hmm. And that felt so good. But Wonderboy and I, once we were back, did also take ourselves off snorkeling one morning over to Clavelli. And 
the trick being that you get up at the crack of sparrows and get over there early. We were in the water at 7 a.m. Yeah. And, oh, it was just fantastic. And the gropers, they're just the most amazing Aren't they amazing, amazing the gropers? Yeah. They are the most amazing fish. Mrs. Groper was following us around and looking at us as much as we were looking at her. Mm. And she was so close, I put my hand out because I thought, I think I can touch you, mm. and held my hand out. And then she went, oh, look, worms. So I had to pull mm. my fingers back very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> but um, just just tremendous yeah, it's experiences. Quite an experience. and, Did anyone and just spending any time with Wonder Boy. Mm. Did anyone do any good holiday reading? Uh, I would highly recommend Billy Connolly's autobiography. Uh, windswept and interesting. That was a terrific read. I've got to admit I've not finished it, but it's a really good read. Yeah, my sister had this. She's always got interesting biographies and I'm holding up for the other podcasters, dear listener, a book called Quentin, Not All Superheroes Wear Capes. Um, if you are unaware, Quentin is a man, well, was a man, he's passed away yeah, now. Yeah, he died recently. Who had... Yeah, he had osteogenesis imperfecta, which is like brittle bones, and he was he did a series of um, documentaries and interviews throughout his life with Mike Willisey and Ray, Ray Martin Willisey, yes. and various other people. Mm, well, that's right. And anyway, this is his biography, uh, autobiography, and. Oh, my goodness, that guy's life is not what was on TV and not in those interviews. Absolutely. Not what yeah. we thought. Extremely it, it, not what we thought. If any of our and listeners um, don't know who Quentin or Mike Willisey are, ask your grandparents. And now I am reading. Oh, I've got it. I've, hey, I'm reading Dave it. One. Oh, have, Dave yes. Grohl, the storyteller. I have the audio version with Dave reading it. Oh, that'd be very cool. Mm. Uh, I am such a Dave Grohl fan. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll show you my books quickly. This is what uh, Mark I'm Lanigan. A light switch. <laughs> Devil in a coma. Mark Lanigan. Novel Devil in or? a coma. Well, no, it's sort of like it's a it's a memoir. Okay. And so, and then um, another Mark Lanigan book, Sing Backwards and Weep. So it's wow. another sort of, um, you know, another sort of memoir. Um, and he has he has another book called uh, the Plague Diaries, and so it's just him him with his his writing um, and his he Mark Lanigan lives in Ireland at the moment, mm-hmm. and so it's just his story about you know COVID and bits and pieces. But I haven't read them yet; they're just sitting as, on the side. As does our close friend Mike Carroll. Yes, he lives in Ireland. Podcast, yeah, yeah. Mm. Nice mm. as, as in him, like he hasn't read the books either. I thought that's what you were about to say. (laughs) I also read the latest Jack Reacher book. Um, I am a massive Jack Reacher fan. He is my poster boy hero. Go Tom Cruise. No, no, go wash your mouth. Don't even get me started on that. Didn't they Um, cast the guy that played Putty from Seinfeld as the new Jack Reacher? No, no. Um, the Jack Reacher in the TV series is the guy called Alan Richen, Richson. Richson. Um, it's on Amazon, which I don't have access to, but um, oh. I will get to see it at some stage. Um, 
But Santa Claus brings me Jack Reacher every year if I'm a good girl, um, the latest mm-hmm. book, because it's I just love it. And it wasn't a bad read this year because, um, yeah, there's changes afoot in the Jack Reacher world and it was actually not a bad read. Fair enough. What else have you read, Eddie? I was just, uh, before I was so rudely cut off by um, Zoom, I was just saying I'm working through the um, Hail Mary, it's called. It's um, Andy Weir's new novel. He's the guy that wrote The Martian that was made into uh, a film with um, that little stumpy guy. Um, Matt Matt Damon. Damon. Yes. Yes, Where does that come from, Matt Damon? I suppose he's just an all-round, like, nice guy. He is. (laughs) He actually spent quite a bit of time in Australia doing a film. Spent a lot of time in Australia playing with the Hemsworths. Ooh, I'd love to play with the Hemsworth. I, I could play with the Hemsworth. I wouldn't mind. I'm a strict um, heterosexual, but yeah, I'd play with the Hemsworth too, just quietly. <laughs> what am so I Sid, say something now? <laughs> so, <laughs> Sid, what have you read this summer? Uh, I'd, um, that's the only book, unfortunately, I got to, but I do want to point out uh, with podcasting, this channel called Trace. It's the courtesy of ABC. There's two series there. The most recent series is in regards to Nicola Gobbo, who was the oh yeah, uh, the yeah, lawyer, the who lawyer who was the lawyer who was also a police informer at the same time. Mm. And this story has twists and turns, and like I said, stranger than fiction kind of thing. Yeah, and. And I can't, and that's one season. The other season is, I can't remember the lady's name, but who was the woman where the um, ATO went over to a place and then she disappeared and the next thing they they found, uh, like, her shoe, foot foot in it in a beach down the south coast. Um, And nobody knows if she's really dead. And is it like Rebecca or something? I'm not too sure. I can't believe I've gotten a name. But yeah, I, can't, I, 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 I can't she was in the news name. so much. Like I can't believe I've gotten a name yeah. either. But um, yeah, I know, know exactly who you're talking about. Mm. And this trace thing is about like each series is about like um, you know 30, 40. So each episode, 30 to 40 minutes, and just a lot, almost like a good book. You just can't put it down. It's yeah. extraordinarily well put together. So uh, I know I've been listening to a stack of podcasts, probably a little bit more than book reading, but that is awesome. Um, I'd recommend yeah. Trace any day. Sounds good. I've been listening to a lot of true crime, surprisingly. Um, there's a, a particular podcast one? called Hollywood Crime Scene. Absolutely love it. These two girls, mm-hmm. uh, Rachel Fisher and Desi Jedikin, they do this podcast called Hollywood Crime Scene. It's just true life stories about what the seedy side of Hollywood and, you know, what's happened behind the scenes and murders and so on. Just amazing. And they're so funny, these girls. They're just amazingly funny. So, yeah, Hollywood crime scene, if yeah. anybody wants to listen. A new new podcast that I've been listening to, which is under the Case File banner. So it's um, oh, yeah. narrated by Casey. Yep. And it's called Crime Interrupted. And it's mm-hmm. actually about the... Um, the federal police and sort of almost like six of their biggest sort of cases that they've done. So oh, the first yeah. one they've done about um, sort of uh, slavery, sort of modern-day slavery in brothels, women in brothels. Mm-hmm. And then the most recent one is about a um, 
cyber security and that this oh, yeah. young guy stealing passwords um, and just that whole um, that whole sort of you know case that they did and so really really interesting so it'd be interesting to see what they do for the rest of the the season but then I listened to the, my usual ones of morbid and red-handed and case file that's just standard. My, my, you have to have a couple of them on the go. My my staple. I mean, I, I I love listening to podcasts, but I get exhausted listening to people because that's what I do as my profession. Mm-hmm. So um, I get to a weekend, and it's like, do I want to listen to more people talking at me? No, I don't. So I'll tend to listen to music rather than a podcast. Yeah. Um, but I am still a big fan of strong songs. Um, where the guy does a musicology breakdown of songs or a genre. He answers um, listeners' questions about how a certain effect might be used in a song or how instruments work or a style of music works. And it's really, I just love it. It's really interesting. And I did get a chance to do some sewing over the holidays, so I'd set up a podcast while I was sewed and listened mm. as I was doing that. I'm very fortunate in that all the way I work, I just put a set of AirPods in and I just listen yeah. to podcasts or audiobooks or whatever all day. I've got mm. no one to tell me not to, which is really good. Yeah. One yeah. of the more unfortunate things I stumbled across with a YouTube search, I wasn't looking for it, but when it came up, I thought, what is this about? And they were an early 1970s all-girl band with the super unfortunate name of Fanny. Oh. Oh. Really? I kid you not. Yes, they do exist. When you listen to them, they're a very tight band, but I'm thinking which um, knobhead actually gave them that name and thinking that's a good idea. And it's a shame because they're a very tight outfit. They do, they perform very well. So probably like 70 up to about 73. I've never they're heard very, of them before. Are they American? Incredibly unfortunate name. Sorry? Are they American? I believe so. I've never seen them interview, but it had a funny kind of means a different thing in America than it, it does It's got here. a different meaning, mm, but, I mean, yeah. in the rest of the world it's extremely unfortunate. Mm. Yeah. And I don't know why no one said, you're really limiting your market there, are you? Yeah. <laughs> mm. um, also, I was listening to, whilst I was saying, the Resilience Movement, which oh, is a podcast yeah, yeah. hosted and facilitated by Good Eddie's friend and my friend ours. Donna. Yes, and she. I, I particularly listened to an episode called What the Is Happening to My Body, which is about women and ageing. Yes, that um, was great, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, well, she and I, we're going to um, get together and have a chat yeah. ourselves because, you know, every every lady's experience is different. Yeah. I've spoken Whilst to her about coming on, um, coming on our show one night too. Mm, yeah. Keen to do that. Yeah, and I, I said to her, yeah, I said she's got to come on with us and have a mm. chat. And um, Can you find that on Podbean? Um, I'll send you the link. Yeah, it's uh, just search I'll in send Apple Podcasts or um, mm-hmm. you find it anyway. Just type in the Resilience Movement by Donna Moulds, M-O-U-L-D-S. Mm-hmm. So if our there listener is looking for that, you'll find that in any of the okay. great podcast searches. Mm-hmm. 
Well, listener, we're at the end of our first episode for 2022. We hope you enjoyed it. Now, we will be coming back periodically throughout the year with many episodes. We've um, got some 27 clubs coming up. We're going to touch on serial killers and true crime. We're going to talk about Blackadder Series 4. We're going to talk about some fun things like things we're grateful for and the first cars we drove and we learnt to drive on. Um, We might even... Um, we might have even revisit the 27 Club as the year progresses. Who knows? Who knows? The limit is only our imagination. Indeed, dear listener, the limit is your imagination as well because you can contact us at podnoname at gmail.com or find us on Facebook at at podnoname. And you could provide us episode suggestions. You could provide us feedback. You could even let us know who you are. No, you don't need to do that, but where you are would be very, very interesting to know. Look, dear listener, we hope you are safe. We hope you're well, and we hope you're eager to listen to some more Pod No Name as we are eager to provide some more episodes for you. Take care, dear listener, and thank you for listening, and we will join you again at some stage with the podcast with no name. Fuck me, the master's here on time. Yeah. Oh, here we go. It was early. We were all just laughing. (laughs) I I would like you people to know that I've chosen to spend tonight with you, even though I could be next door, at a Pakistani hen's night. And all the people are arriving for the party and the ladies are in the most beautiful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just It's OTT. Yeah. That's why I'm looking out, and they're all so beautiful, especially the young ones. They're just flawless. The ones yeah. that had the broken pool, which they took out. They've remediated the land. It looks really good. Yeah, okay. Because um, the pool was fucked, so they did that. But um, the... Okay, everyone, pay attention now. Eyes to the front. You're suggesting that um, you, your puppies are really buoyancy things, yeah? Yeah, they are. They're flotation devices. They're flotation devices? <laughs> I know. And in all my years, I've never had the nipple used as a reference point to compare to. Anyway, guys, I'm going to have to go. Yeah, we're, I think yeah. we're all doing the same. Yeah, we're all, yep, we're all starting to, we're all starting <laughs> to flop down flag. Oh, I, was, I was tired before we started. <laughs>